Are we recording? All the best stuff comes out of these moments, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, we yeah. Yeah, we're probably yeah. five minutes in already, mate. Yeah, that's <laughs> we're, we're already recording that's when you weren't here. We used to shit about Have you got one of those throwing fits like intros for me? Uh, you know, I could try, but yeah. I just butcher it. And yeah, that's all right. You can try. <laughs> oh, you can try. Nah, like I, I shouldn't have said I can try. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, it's gonna be embarrassing. A real yeah. average way to start this, but um, yeah. dude, they did a recent one on throwing fits. To, I think it was to A mine, maybe. Amino, yes. Amino, yes, fuck, yes. I'm looking real. Pushed it around. That's yeah, right. I, I, I butchered it without even. <laughs> Dude, his was like, they're actually like poets. Is yeah. ma- they're getting better. Oh, better. they're incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. They're like rhyming the words yeah, now. Like absolutely. They've been rhyming. Every, yeah, yeah day one. crazy. Yeah. How long have you been following them for? Throwing fits? Not, not terribly long at yeah. all. I haven't listened to like, I'm not a diehard fan or anything. I follow mm. them on Instagram. I see the snippets. That's enough for me. They don't miss with memes though. Nah, they're hel- that's that's their job. They're full time meme <laughs> creators. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Dude, they are really good at it too. Because yeah, you've done some memes, like yeah, I've done a few memes here and there, but it's really hard. Yeah, it's not easy being funny. I was I actually chuckling yeah. a few of yours earlier before you some of in. the old ones. Yeah, that yeah. I've done. <laughs> yeah. I actually wish I could do more of them and come up with funny situations, but it's also you can't just come up with something funny. If it doesn't relate to you, you go, oh, that kills, but that's not really me, so I can't really post that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you ever thought of something funny? You're like, I could post this to my audience, but it's not really me. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Talking about, like, relationships or something, and she's like, nah, that's not me. <laughs> you know? You give me that You're not a relationship, aren't you? Yeah, I know, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not the relationship guru. You know, and people follow me for other reasons. I know. I know. Sneakers. Sneakers. <laughs> Just on that last thing, throwing fits. I love when they do the same photo with a different caption. And it yeah, just keeps yeah. hitting. You're yeah, like, it's so How good. does this one they mean? just swipe You just swipe and oh, it gets better and better. Oh, shit. Yeah, they are absolute meme gods, no doubt. So, for those that don't know, we've got Pat on today. He's a long-term friend of Jack and I's. We went to school together back in the day. Um, and for me, Pat, like, and I'm sure everyone listening that knows you, on like, th- those that do know you, know you love sneakers. Pat and sneakers kind of go hand in hand. It's not your middle name? No, okay. it's Mark. It's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't, that what, isn't that the crap? What's it called? Yeah. That, that shit? Anyway. That Jason Mark, yeah. yeah. See, I'm somewhere there. <laughs> no, no. But um, from when I've known you, like you always had, I reckon, legit like 200 pairs of sneakers. Yep. I cut down. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> what have we cut down to? We're on like probably 80 dead stock maybe. I don't know. The, the number of worn shoes piled up in tubs is undisclosed I, rem- I wouldn't know i remember at the yarraville home where you grew up you had them under the stairwell yeah and you're like a seat you're like a little like harry potter creature because it was this really little five foot door and pat would like creep in there and i didn't know what was in there <laughs> I, i'd never seen anyone with over like 10 pairs of shoes and i poked my head in there and i saw that many red boxes i was like oh my th- yeah it's a bit of a sickness then yeah where'd well, you get the money from all that's a little hustling mate you know selling shoes and Selling shoes. Yeah, mostly selling shoes. Okay. Just through buying and trading shoes along the way, I guess. Yeah. Ta- take us back to that. Like, back in the day, it's, it was 10 times different to what it is now. So, what was it? Give us the rundown. Yeah, absolutely. Um, back in the day, like, when we first, I guess, gave sneakers the time of day in high school, because it's like a status symbol, right? So, whoever had the freshest kicks on, you know, had the status, I guess. I guess that's where it come, what it comes down to. And then it's also like it was really cool to have something that no one else had, yeah. which is, I guess, has changed a lot now. Everyone wants the same as everyone else. <laughs> but um, it's that's how it started for me. It was just like I would 
search far and wide for the really unique sneakers that no one had heard of or seen in many years and I'd get really old stuff either from eBay or from Japan and I'd wear it to school and people would be like, whoa, what are those? And I'd be like, oh, just some Prestos from 2000. People would be like, what? Those are like <laughs> 10 years old when we were in high school, right? And then I was like, oh, I can probably make some money this way, just buying heaps of shoes off eBay or, you know, Yahoo auctions and getting them sent here. Back then it was very, very cheap to buy stuff from Japan. And you could get some really good money for some sneakers in Oz, like especially Prestos and Air Max and stuff like that, Footscapes, all that old school stuff. Where did that love of sneakers come from? Originally? Yeah. I don't know. I've been in, I've loved sneakers since I was a kid. I've always had a huge interest for sneakers. Like if we ever went, sh- I didn't. I hated going shopping as a kid. Hated going to super the shopping centers. But I was keen to go to like the hype DC stores back in the day and like pick up the little magazine they'd have of all the newest <laughs> shoes and check what they got, mm. and like collect those. Like as a kid, like in primary school, and I remember like me and Fraser. Fraser was probably the only one like, in primary school that cared about sneakers as well. No one else really cared. It was just, like, we loved the Dunks and the Air Forces and that old school stuff, even Tigers back in the day. Like you tigers still wear them now. Yeah, 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 I still wear the, wear the yellow joints. They're pretty cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you pull them off. I don't know what I could do. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee joints. You need the flares with those, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I got the flares. <laughs> I got the flares. <laughs> you know that. I, I got I the d- flares. I do know that. I do, know. <laughs> do you have, like, favourite couple pairs of sneakers that you have on ice currently on ice yeah i've got i got a fair few you know i got some old school jordan stuff i've got some air max ones are probably like my ultimate favorite shoe like that was one of the first shoes i fell in love with was air max ones like just the og colorway and stuff like that like one of the first pairs of air max ones i ever bought was the atmos biotex which originally came out in 2003 i bought those on ebay for around 30 bucks and i didn't even know what they were like it was just it was hard to you know, figure out what you had back then. I just bought them. Yeah, yeah, you could, but it was hard. It wasn't easy to figure out what you had. You had to be right into forums and stuff like that. How would you like the colorway? Is that how you navigate through the fakes as well? Like forums and... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, fakes became more of an issue getting older. It wasn't so much a thing when when I was younger. Market wasn't big enough. Yeah, I guess so. Absolutely. Market wasn't that big yet. You ever on Nike Talk? You ever make it there? Yeah, I mean, I went on the website when it was around... And just to, you know, see what was popping off in America and whatnot. It's just, that was mostly like a page for Jordans and stuff. But there was Air Max forums on there, especially like dudes in the UK loved. That was like the first place I saw the Dizzy Rascal Air Max 90s was on like Nike Talk. And I was like, whoa, those, never seen those before, you know. <laughs> Dizzy Rascal has a shoe? What the fuck? <laughs> That's so fresh. That's crazy. So what do you think of the landscape today? Sneakers. Sneaker culture. It's just a... Uh, Feels like fast fashion trend, I guess, one after the other. How does that feel for you, like a guy that fucking has like two hundred pairs at his house? How, and now that well, I guess it's different for everyone, but like I feel like most people that grew up in the same era as me with the sneakerheads culture and before me, like older generations, they still love it for the old school pure aesthetic of like having stuff that no one else has and really understanding what you own and the collectability and. Oh, there's a thousand factors. I couldn't go into all of them. I, I feel like with StockX and eBay coming up too, it's just, it doesn't feel the same though to even own that rare pair because it's just so accessible. Yeah, accessibility's changed the game as well. 
anyone can have anything if they've got the money. That's no the problem. Yeah. yeah. Like $1,000 used to be the most ridiculous price for a shoe 15 years ago. Today, that's very normal. For something that might have released the day before, people are willing to pay thousands for it. Mm. Like probably come around the whole Kanye thing mm. with Yeezy and stuff. That's probably where it all started, the crazy resale. It but it's died down a bit, but it still, it still happens, no doubt. You're still selling those out of up there, the... Yeezys? Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They just brought them back, I guess. They haven't done as well in, in the past, but they don't have the affiliation with Kanye anymore, so I th- they shouldn't really. So what's the story there? So they already made so many pairs, they're like, we split, but we're going to keep selling, or what? Well, yeah, I guess that's what it was. It was, they, I guess, added us, don't want to lose the investment. Yeah. You know, they've already spent millions of dollars making the shoes, I guess, Plenty of them thought about burning them and moving on. And then I guess some people on the board were like, now nah, we better sell this. <laughs> you know? so, I'm sure there would have been some conflicting opinions. Like, yeah. Because they spoke a lot of shit. They split up. Speaking I guess money talks and, you know, that's all that matters. What did yeah. you think of Tremaine leaving Supreme? Oh, I mean, if he's, from what he said, it seems like the right move for him. If it wasn't working out for him and he thinks there's... Well, I don't know, not thinks. He said there's systemic, systemic racism. racism happening in the company. That's probably not the place he should be. Why should he support that, I guess? I mean, it's run by a multi-billion dollar company. It's like, it doesn't really have the heart and soul it used to. So he'll find something better, I guess. But yeah, I'm not really following the situation at all. I just, I read a few things and that's it. You on Denim Tears or are you not about it? Denim Tears, yeah. he done some cool stuff. I do, like... There is those those factors of Kanye saying, oh, you know, Denim Tears is nothing without me because he wore it. But I mean, who knows? That's all up for discussion. Mm. <laughs> I don't really have an opinion on the on the <laughs> on the matter. I don't, I'm not a Tremaine follower or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Denim Tears make some cool stuff here and there, but yeah, yeah, it's they not really they my rip style. A lot of polo, don't they? Like, yeah, they've. I mean, they rip. It's not so much that they're ripping polo. It's more that they're like pulling from their culture. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I like know, they're yeah, pulling design the flag, from. Yeah. Their culture. Because it's like, like the flag. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like all the. should have been, I feel. Yeah, exactly. Just like hip hop polo in the 90s was very relevant. So him drawing from that culture makes sense. Virgil did it. Everyone's done it. He's no different to any other designer pulling from culture. You know, he's just got an audience to present it to. Were you a big round two fan? Loved round two. Yeah. Big Sean um, guy? Yeah, absolutely. What do you round think of him at Gap now? Well, the Gap collection was, I don't know, it's just, what's the word? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's mid or? Yeah, it's mid. I guess it's you mid. could say it's mid. I mean, it couldn't be any more, I don't know. Gap's a, a, it's a brand no different to Uniqlo at the end of the day. It's a brand made for the masses to produce product that's good enough for everyone. Yeah. You know, it's not supposed to be innovative or anything just make basic pieces that anyone can wear i swear you used to wear like made in america gap like old school shit i swear i've seen you yeah i might have had like an old chambray shirt made by gap or something like they made good quality stuff in the 90s it lasted till now you know so it's Mm. obviously testament to the good quality brand you know yeah and you know there's all those gap wasn't huge here in australia but you always see it referenced in the movies from the 90s and whatnot like oh there's a gap store in every corner like it was a big company back in the day. It was a big deal, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how do you go about choosing what sneakers you wear? Like today, you've obviously got the Vans checks on. What 
Like I don't know what made me put the vans on today. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I don't know if I've seen you in those ever. Yeah, just regressing from sneakers today. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. So that's like I the just general consensus. You there is a lot of shoes in my apartment. It's a bit disgusting. Like me and Amber share many, many pairs of shoes. Yeah, Amber's gone. I reckon well, Amber's same, Yeah, Amber's gone hard. Yeah, harder than me lately. Buying Legit. a lot more than me. I've yeah, seen those no TikToks. Yeah. yeah, I've yeah. seen it. She's shoe girl on TikTok. Isn't yeah, she? that's it. Oh wow, yeah. shoe girl on TikTok. Wait, Give so you share pairs? So you have the same size? No, no, no. Oh. no I'm just saying we we share the <laughs> love for sneakers. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. No, that's no. like Amber's like five foot. So it's not like only me who's filling the apartment up with sneakers. It's also yeah. Thank God. You, you probably that. would have been brooded yeah, by now. There's a lot of sneakers in there. <laughs> so so yeah, I just look on the floor or on the shoe racks for what I'm going to wear that day and I'll just put them on. So are you still adding to the collection or it's the collection? I, absolutely. You are. If I see something I love, I'll okay. definitely get it. Okay. Absolutely. So, so you still got yeah. that like yeah. drive and like passion to like keep buying, like buy sneakers. I wouldn't say I have the, the drive to own everything I want like I used to. Like I used to, if I wanted something, I would get it. Mm. But nowadays I would probably... Take a step back if I need it. I've already got ten things that look like that. <laughs> Probably don't need it. You how, know? how often? How often do you cop a pair? On I mean, it's not average. like it's not. It's very sporadic. Mm. It's just if I like the product or not. You know, enough to buy it. Like when the MX One, um, like the eighty six came out, um, the big bubble. I bought like five pairs because I just want to have one now to wear and. Once that gets thrashed, I want another fresh pair, you know, and I just want to keep that going because I just love that shoe. You love that big bubble? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the whole one to rock, one to stock, one to lose in your house and you find one day and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot I had those. Like, yeah. Pull them out, you know? <laughs> There's a nice yeah. shoe, that. Did yeah. you, what was the going? Wasn't there that massive ass pair? Was that? Yeah, that was a size 15. That was cool. It wasn't as big as I do have a size 20 in the Air Max 90 that came out a few years ago that's, right. that, that's a big shoe <laughs> and just you, you could probably fit three feet <laughs> in that one shoe you've definitely tried you've done the old yeah yeah, yeah. and then I, I don't even know how big Shaq's foot is but I think it's like 24 to 27 <laughs> or something and I'm like this <laughs> the size 20 is like this big and then when you when you hear like Shaq's foot's like 20 Bigger. I don't even know it's <laughs> like, where is that is that just I sitting on like a mantelpiece at home or something that it's shoe? in the box actually it's <laughs> not yeah. even out cool pillow jobs just yeah. taking up space <laughs> yeah it's just taking up the box is about that big damn man you could fit three pairs in the one box it's that big do, do you feel like your style's becoming a bit more formal like more into like the loafers, I don't know. Yeah, I like, I just recently picked up my first pair of loafers actually. Which um, ones? Fuegians? No, nah, I picked up some uh, horse bit loafers, like the classic Gucci style. Mm. Just a brown suede with the gold um, little horse bit on the front there. Where did you pick those from? I picked them up from a store in Sydney called Holier. Oh, yeah. They make the really cool tote bags, really nice, like sort of Western aesthetic clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. Shit. They make really, really cool stuff. Change, change, man. What's this whole like collegiate sort of professor? Where's that stem from? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Where's <laughs> it stem from? I don't, it stems from the like Ivy League style, which yeah. I'm really getting into at the moment for sure. But that just, I guess, stems from maturing and growing up. You know, can't mm. wear vintage tees forever. You got one. Oh, oh, <laughs> you know. Come on now. <laughs> you know, I could tuck this in and it'd be Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy like out of class stuff. Yeah, exactly. On holidays, professor, are you? Are you still are you still thrifting? Yeah, sometimes for sure. Like, I was recently in Sydney, hit up a few op shops in there just because it's something different, you know. But I don't really go to many op shops in in Melbourne. Yeah, not at all anymore. It's just saturated, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Can't be bothered. If you're going to thrift, you have to go every day. 
True. Yeah. Uh, we, You'll never we, find we something if you go there once in a blue moon. Yeah, it's it's thrifting. It, I think coming back down to availability, we said with sneakers. I think, you know, I know when you and I used to go through it, we'd find something and be like, no one will ever fucking have this t-shirt other than you and me. Mm. But nowadays on like Depop, someone's gonna fucking find that t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And then you see, like, and then on a larger scale, whether that's like if resellers, it's a, yeah, resellers, and it's just I don't know. I, I think that love of it because we literally we started push pull because of nostalgia. I feel. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, like we used to get those TVs off the side of the road. <laughs> you know, because we used I to remember have, those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we used to paint on those. Like, yeah, everything was just nostalgia driven. But yeah, now, which is like the basis of like round two, you know, for sure. Which is where we sort of we just that's what we wanted to do, right? Absolutely. At the beginning, it was all about doing something similar to round two for sure in Australia, which we kind of did to like yeah. a fair degree in the early days for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's funny how that wasn't that long ago, but I feel like the landscape back then in 2019, even end of 2018 when we started, is like that f- is also a really long time ago. Yeah, it was a crazy time. Mm. Yeah, it was very different to what we are in now. Yeah, where I feel like I don't know, consumers were more interested in that secondhand vintage something different mm. culture. People still interested though. Like people are still interested for sure. Just I different. guess it's not as big anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's big. I don't know. I'm not really in it. I feel like I it's really big. It's more really mainstream now. Like yeah, it's, it's more mainstream, yeah. I guess. Like, I don't yeah. go to those big thrifting, um, like, warehouses that, you know, they have all those stalls and people sell vintage gear. But they're huge. Yeah. They're massive. Like, there's I like mean, we've had a couple on the They pod, do that. Well, thrift Society. Yeah, the fashion thrift society. Like, that's... I see the videos on TikTok. There's, like... Tens of thousands of kids that go to those yeah. events. I think they sell tickets as well. Yeah, and people pay to go to like, mm. you know, to the event. Which is that that just—it's actually exactly what we just said though. It just shows it's mainstream because yeah. I feel like in 2019, I guess it's just a new generation entering, and mm. they've just adapted it. Because I know with Fashion Thrift, who we've also spoke to, and we're going to get on the pod soon, so I'm not going to talk too much shit. Mm. Maybe just a little bit, nah. But I like what they do. I mean, at the end of the day, like from yeah. a sustainable standpoint, as this sustainable yeah, as it gets. But the point I want to make with them is, I need a drum roll. Nah, I just, awesome. I've just blanked it. It's it, it'll come. Is what? No, that's right. What they've done is they've tapped into influencers like t- yeah. TikTok. Yeah. So they actually, they. Well, I don't. I'm just gonna make. Yeah, TikTok's obviously plays a huge, huge. role in anything with the younger audience. Right. It can grow something dramatically fast. Dramatically, because when we existed in 2019, there was no such thing as that. And yeah. I, exactly what they've done and why it's, it's a genius idea. I've, I love it. They've gone and found these, predominantly girls is where the growth comes from. Mm. They'll find these huge TikTok influencer girls and they'll go, you get sent a shitload of clothes for free that you probably don't wear. Plus, you might also be into a bit of vintage or whatever. Come market on your socials that you've got a stall. Mm. And that shit has blown up. Like, that's why I get 10,000 people there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, they're international now. They've got a yeah. UK. Like it, Now absolutely. they just get the UK influencer It's girls. marketing at the end of the Super day. Super smart. great marketing. Mm. Yeah. They've marketed thrifting. Dude, how much? How much? How many? They're very popular. The amount of boxes those influencer girls must get, like, clothing-wise, must well, just... Be a headache, like... Yeah, it is. I'd imagine it would be. <laughs> It I is. Would, it I is. Are you a marketing <laughs> girl? I'm just thinking about it. I'm just like, I could not do those unboxing videos. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you've done a few unboxing videos in your time, Pat. 
I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like the shoe unboxing. I can, we, I can oh, bring the. I know what you're talking bring about. Bring the shoe unboxing back. Sure. I, I you're talking right. about the the vintage shoes. The vintage shoes. Yeah, used yeah, to do. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was really showing people stuff they've never seen before. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's from my old collection. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say your main influences are? And you touched on the collegiate thing right now, but what have your main influences been in terms of how you dress yourself? You know? Oh, since, you know, I was a kid, I've always been obsessed with drawing style from movies and that sort of has always inspired me to wear vintage clothing and even try and find vintage shoes and stuff. Like, I remember watching Back to the Future and being like, oh, what shoes Marty McFly wearing? Not not the not the lace-up joints. $10,000. But like, what are those Bruins he's wearing? You know, and you'd search it on Google, what shoes is he wearing? And... You know, you'd find, oh, it's called a Bruin. And you look it up and you try and buy a pair. And it's like, oh, shit, people really want these. You know, they're like 300 bucks, 400 bucks <laughs> if you want a vintage pair. And that was when I was a kid on eBay. And I was like, I ain't got that money. You know, that's that's stupid. But, yeah, um, yeah. same thing with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's where I really loved, like, seeing the Jordans on Will Smith. And I'd be like, shit, those, he makes those look so cool. I could never wear Jordans. But I was like, I really love them, you know, because the way he wears them. You're obsessed with Fresh Prince as a kid. Yeah, I loved the show as a kid, absolutely. It was a great show, very funny show. And I loved, like, Seinfeld, obviously, and mm. you'd see the kicks on that Jerry would wear, and I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, that was one of the first places I saw anyone wear, like, Harachis on TV, and that's where I fell in love with Harachis because of Jerry Seinfeld and whatnot. But, yeah. So I've always drawn style inspiration from TV and movies and stuff. Y- you can see that. Like, uh, one of the first comments I made to Jess is, you actually look a lot like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially lately. I've been wearing a lot of Oxford Oxford shirts yeah, and, yeah. and denim, you know? Yeah. So it's very Jerry-esque. Yeah. What Some of the personalities, I would say, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some quirky cats <laughs> together. She's doing an episode. Where did... That's um, a compliment as well, Pat. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Uh, he knows that. I appreciate it. <laughs> where, uh, where, where... What were your thoughts on Jerry and Kiff? Oh, the photo shoot? Yeah, that was hilarious. That was very funny. It's just good marketing. Did at you the see end it coming? Day. Like, could you? Nah, you can't. You can never see something coming like that. I don't know. It's just funny. They've done Larry David. I don't know how well, they. I don't know how they found him to get that across the line. I don't know if <laughs> there's some charity going on. I don't know. <laughs> what do you, that was you don't think funny. he's about that at all? No, nah, I think I don't know. He's he's got a lot of spare time. He drives coffees. <laughs> he drives cars and drinks coffees all day. Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure. If someone hit him up, the right person hit him up, hey, my friend, you know, Kiff, yeah. Ronnie wants to do this photo shoot. He's probably thinking, that's funny. I'll do that. I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why would he want me? Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty private, isn't he? Like, you don't really know what he gets up to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even follow him on Instagram. Really? Anything, to be honest, no. I don't even know he I don't had know Instagram. what, he, get up, yeah, what he gets up to. I don't, like, keep up to date with Jerry at all. Yeah. yeah. Not you like a super fan or anything. Yeah. I mean, I love the show. Watch it every second day. But <laughs> <laughs> you, what about Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. Love really? it. Yeah, great show. Yeah, very excited. You're I think they'll be going to film the last season soon, I think. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. So That'll be good. <laughs> great show. Where's it shot? In LA, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's Hollywood in that sort of area yeah. in LA. Yeah, actually, never. Like, I've watched maybe half the season, but it's really funny because it's a show that's like almost set in the real surroundings of like Hollywood media life and celebrities and whatnot. So there's lots of cameos. It's very funny show. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Being it, being it up there now, Pat. You obviously see a ton of 
brands over the years. You know, you've mm. worked there for a while now. I'm pretty interested in one, getting to know that high-end retail space a little bit better, mm. and then two, maybe what you think are some characteristics that make a brand like successful in that setting. Yeah. So take that how you will, but for sure, I think one of the most important things for a brand's success is the ability to tell their story and their identity. And that's pretty much it. Like marketing is all about telling the story and like where the brand comes from and what it represents. And I think that's really important because if people resonate with that, people will buy it. It doesn't really matter how much it costs at the end of the day. There's going to be a market somewhere where people can afford that product. What's your best example of that? In up there? Yeah, or even in general, like a brand that you just love that like tells that. Well, I think, well, like you could speak on because everyone knows i guess you could speak on ald they've pretty much just repackaged ralph lauren to a younger generation Mm. with very similar storytelling and marketing and it's worked and it's a clear example of it working because you see every second person wear it yeah why that's you know yeah don't reinvent the wheel right yeah then he's not reinventing the wheel at all it's just doing great styling and great storytelling Mm. through that styling that american new york culture it's just it's unbeatable do you think there's a use by date with like ALD and the way it's done it? Um, I wouldn't say used by date because it's very classic clothing, but I'd say like it won't be on top forever. Like Ralph wasn't on top forever. No one's on top forever. You know, mm. those brands, they don't expire. They'll always sort of be there in the background. So I think he's built a brand that will be around for a very long time. Mm. But um, who's to say how long it'll be popular for? especially with the way trends go now, so up and down, so fast. Legit. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of like trends, loafers have like really impressed me. Yeah, for staying in the market for so long, is that mm. what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good because it's like sneakers being so big, um, everyone has sneakers, and it's just like loafers are just like another shoe in a sneaker heads rotation almost, yep. or in most people's, most men's rotations. It's good to have that sort of, Classic shoe you can just slip on. A bit more formal. You know? Yeah, that's a bit more formal. That you can dress up or down. You can still wear them with jeans. You know, yeah. Is there a boot that you think is come? Is that going to come hot? A boot? I don't know. I couldn't say. I mean, I think a boot is. You know, you're going for a certain style wearing boots, especially if they're military sort of style boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard to say. Mm. I feel like I reckon they're kind of like the cousin of the loafer in a way. Like yeah, somewhat formal, somewhat in. Yeah, absolutely. There's especially with certain designs like the indie boot from Elden. Like that's a really slim boot, which is like the boot Indiana Jones wore. Very cool boot. Um, Another movie reference. They look really yeah. good. They look really good with jeans, and you can like wear them like Ivy style. But at the end of the day, it's like got twelve. It's like a twelve hole lace up boot. <laughs> Fucking you know? nightmare to get on and off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they look cool, and most of the time you don't even know they're a boot. You got jeans on, they cover the whole thing. Mm. That like. Back to movies for a minute. Is it is it the Greasers? Is it Greasers? Yeah. Was there Greasers from, are we talking? The OG one with like Tom Cruise as a kid. All the young actors. Um, it's not called the Greasers. They're, they're no, known as the Greasers, but it's, it's called... Um, God. Dig? We've got we to edit this out. We can't <laughs> not know the name of this straight what away. F- how that? Yeah, what the um, hell? The book is... Oh, man. It's called... Um, oh, there's something? No. There's something. Yeah. Fuck. Good, good man. <laughs> good. Thank God Diggs here. Um, the Outsiders. Yeah. Did you, do you reckon there's Greaser any? Greaser style. 
Yeah. Greaser style is very cool. I mean, it hasn't been around. It hasn't like really stayed or gone. It's like classic American style tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But the Levi's. Greaser style is, you know, it's the white t-shirt, black t-shirt, very tight, 501s and, and like boots. Mm. But like the motorcycle boots. Yeah. The real hectic ones. It, right. You know, you roll up the jeans real high. That's all they wear. That's rowdy. You, just a real quick. The rockabilly sort of like they they take a lot of inspiration from greasers, I guess. Yeah, you're gonna you'll Style know wise. more. You're gonna know more than me about this, but I just heard this yesterday that supposedly five hundred ones nearly just went to absolute shit in I think the eighties or nineties when the punk era came out because it was all yeah. Levi's were made to have fifty different skews of like stonewash this color and that color. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all about individuality back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And they were just like, "This is a fucking nightmare." Like, we don't even know. Like, we no one wants the basics. Because they're giving too many options. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like picking ice cream, I guess. Yeah. You know? It's easier to just have a store that sells vanilla. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> it's crazy to see it. Just how like such a staple thing. You got that. Oh, that must. I be think great many brands ever. go through that. They offer their audience too many styles, and they can't decide what to. Yeah, to go with something classic from someone else. Yeah, I'm sure many <laughs> brands have done that and failed. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. That was absolutely crazy. You know, there's actually a lot in that what you just said. You know, I mean, yeah. you look at um, if you want to just talk about a basic running shoe like a Nike Pegasus or something. It's like they're gonna sell six million pairs of the black and white ones, <laughs> and maybe like a thousand pairs of those green and pink ones. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Isn't it amazing how black and white are just the two biggest staples? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you not going anywhere. I think that says a lot about you, people. Yeah, you said does. this. Yeah. You said it, it has a great point, but you told me to have a podcast app on bl- everything being black, like black vans, black... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just there for that shoes. Time. Black yeah, yeah. Shoes that have always trended. In black. Just, yeah, in black and white. Like yeah. you could, you know, the the vans, for example. Oh, remember free runs? Yeah. yeah the, the black and white free runs? black awesome. and white Free ones, absolutely. There's just so many examples what, what, of black and what white. What Jordan silhouette? Black black and white. It's probably not... I don't know. It's not really a Jordan <laughs> thing. Handed they do oh have no. the black Jordan and white 11. Jordans. Jordan 11s, I guess. But yeah. The Jordan 11, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Concords. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think like real basic shoes. It was like the old school vans. You know, there's the Panda Dunks. Yep. There's black and white Sambas. Yep. I don't know. There's a, there's so many examples. Superstars. Black and white shoes. Oh, yeah. The... It's black and white superstars. There's even the the one star from Converse. Yeah, the black and white <laughs> one was the most popular. I was wearing those. As a Chuck kid. Taylor's. Oh, black and the white. most classic yeah. of all. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> most classic shoe is, is black and white. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Go go back on that. You checkerboard vans, black and white. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Not got the it. same. That's no. a little different. Yeah, you're wearing awesome. a little bit more funky. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you said it says a lot about people. What do you mean by that? I don't know that everyone just I guess might be afraid of being individual. And trying something different, mm. I guess that's all. That's all I mean. They're just af- afraid to wear a purple jumper. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> a yellow t-shirt. You're in black, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, pretty no. brown. I got, nothing, I got nothing against people that wear basic shoes, <laughs> but it's just like think a bit outside the box. Yeah. Just, I think that's probably the main difference in my perspective between America and Australia is mm. when you wear a good fit in America or just something out there. I've had could count. 10 20 times people come up to me real quickly not like a whole song and dance just but love your fit and just keep going mm. it's really normal it's like this isn't weird this is just me expressing yeah, yeah. if you got I, I if you go up to someone in the street in melbourne and be like, i've done it in fact i'm gonna give you some real stories i mean like love your fit man and the guy just looks the other way he's like why are you talking to me 
this mm. is weird. And I'm like, all right, maybe I don't love your fit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's that difference in culture. Yeah, absolutely. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, culture is a big part of it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, because if your culture doesn't, like, you know what I mean? If, if, that, if that's not accepting of being out there. Yeah, absolutely. And why the hell would you dress like that? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Go to Eastern Europe, I'm sure no one's. Just, everyone's, I don't know. <laughs> it's just. Surely you've had thoughts to live in. Everyone wants to conform to society and, like, Every day I see people come in, you know, and they're like, oh, have you got Sambas? Before they even look <laughs> at the shoes on the wall, they'll just be like, do you have black and white Sambas? Or do you have black uh, panda dunks? And it's like, <laughs> have you even bothered to look on the wall and see something you like, that you like personally, <laughs> and just bothered to uh, use your that. own yeah. ability to pick something that you like? Why do you have to wear the same thing as everyone else? We, we did an episode, I think literally I our last episode's bloke caused dead. What are your thoughts on the Sambas, the soccer jersey? Blowcore? Yeah. Nah, Blowcore will never die. I oh. think Blowcore's been around since forever. Yeah. Like, Blowcore is <coughs> similar to Dadcore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not giving a fuck and I wearing... Think probably more like how it's become like. mainstream and, you know, now you've Well, yeah, got it's become an aesthetic. Yeah. Dressing Blowcore. But I think, you know, you could look at... All of our dads probably have dressed Blowcore yeah. before and you're like... Who gives a fuck? That's yeah. what I mean. But like now, but it's like trendy to dress right. daggy, I guess. But like, yeah. who cares? It's, it'll never go anywhere. What are your thoughts on these TikTok fashion trends? They seem to be making the most amount of impact in society now. What are your thoughts on that? With dress, with mm. dressing. Mm. Yeah, I think it's good because it, I mean, it helps people branch out and dress a different way. But then it's also like a bit of a cop out. You're just copying something else. You know what I mean? It's not really individual, I guess. Shit's so fast now. Because, like, if you're going to dress blowcore and you don't really... And you're going to put on, like, I don't know, a Liverpool jersey. And don't you don't follow anything. Liverpool. I mean, I don't care, but... What are you doing? <laughs> do you really want to dress blowcore just because it's popular? I don't know. Mm. It's exactly what you said about the pandas and the sambas just walking straight into the store. Like, where are they? It's like, hey, did you see that new 180 or, like... Yeah, yeah exactly. history of some Air Max one that's never been re-released till yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, I don't care. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I just want the same blinkers. thing as everyone else. I think people yeah, are also blinkers, so lazy. Absolutely. Like, they just want... They want to be told Link is to on. Mm. Absolutely. That's such a good... That's people aren't willing to put the time in to go and actually figure out what they like. Yeah. That's one thing I love scary. about, um, like, I guess the generation older than us, like, um, like our dads and older people, I guess. Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> They'll actually come into a sneaker store without even knowing what they want. Mm. And they'll be like, they'll look and they'll try on a few things. And yeah. I'll be like, I like that. I'm going to get that. Ask you some good questions. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, exactly. Is this, like, what's this suede about? Or yeah, like, that, that, that retail environment for um, an older generation is, is really cool to like witness. You mm. go, they really get it. They, they buy what they want That's and they, they try and figure out what's going on mm. on their own Something without just that. doing what everyone else is doing. Because just... Younger people are just so easily influenced. Well, back to, I mean, shit on TikTok, but for good reason. Because on TikTok, I don't know about you guys. You guys use it a little bit. I use it a bit. Yeah. You don't really follow anyone. Like, I don't... Yeah, nah. You just get targeted and, like, shit you like. Mm-hmm. And that's why kids roll in on the Sumba train and don't give a fuck about any other shoe on the rack. Because they've been targeted. It's the same ethos. It's like... We're on Instagram. It's a little bit healthier because you'll follow. Let's just go generic hidden and why. Yeah. And they, oh yeah, that's what I like because I follow it and I want to learn. Mm. But TikTok's just like we don't care. Like you're just gonna get targeted this and accept yeah, yeah. it, and that's it. It's yeah, done. Yeah. Anyway, there's no way out. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> something like that. What do you think is coming? Are there any products that are flying off the shelves that are up there at the moment that you're like, that's 
that's maybe next, you know, next 12 months. I hope I hope this like dad core bloke core ASICs thing really pops off. I really like ASICs being on crazy. Yeah, ASICs been going crazy. I hope it becomes a bit more mainstream. Actually, I like I like seeing these daggy like white ASICs that Keanos. we used to see in like Rebel Sport for like thirty dollars in the bins. You know, They're like <laughs> like no one no ones. one wanted those eleven thirties back then. Like the white with like the blue. Yeah, exactly. the no the no gel in the back. <laughs> yeah, made them real cheap. Exactly. They had the strip of yeah, gel. Just the little gel. Like, They're the ones you and I got. Like yeah. our parents, like you're not getting the Nimbus. Yeah, There's too much the gel in that. Yeah. You can't get those good ones. You gotta get these <laughs> shitty ones. So it just wipes off them. Yeah, just like got that real. Oh man! And that so that white, finish. they were just like that pure. That white didn't even look white. It was <laughs> almost optic so white. It's bleach, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, those <laughs> shoes are so white. You wear them for five seconds. Little silver trimming, covered in green <laughs> grass, <laughs> kicking the footy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you buy the grass off spray. Oh, <laughs> <for> those <grass> <laughs> Dude, Keanu 15s have to be like my favorite runner of all time. Yeah, for the sure. 15s. They're just so I'm chunky. Just, I love how popular the 14 is. It's a, it's 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 a shoe I never looked at and gave any time a day for because I was more into like vintage. Of sneakers. course, of course. But seeing it come around now, I really appreciate it. I go, yeah, I get that because mm. like I remember seeing that a lot when we were kids. And do you remember like? If you wore those with jeans, you'd be like, you oh, can't wear Junners. Can't do that. Dude, yeah. that, you know? that look, if you wore... Jeans and runners. It was like a no-go. Yeah. If you wore <laughs> Keanu's no with a pair of blue jeans. Yeah, and back then, they, they were tight jeans yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That would have... Oh, my it holy so mother. bad. Imagine your legs like tight jeans with oh, those Keanu's. Yeah, my quads are just... <laughs> the same. Yeah. It was just like, you had to have a pair of like authentic Vans, <laughs> some Chuck Taylors, or like... Tigers, you know, yeah. for your weekend shoe. Yeah. Keanos you cannot wear. But now Keanos somehow look good with jeans. It's like, what, when did that happen? <laughs> How did that happen? How did that happen? <laughs> you think the uh, skinny leg jeans might be coming back in sometime soon? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not practical. Like, yeah, it like nah. restricts blood flow. I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, not it's not healthy. No, it's no good. We'll get, we'll get so Lucas good. on the pod for that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he'd, he'd want... He's Shout out ergogenic health. <laughs> yeah, she's doing crazy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood flow and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ice those balls. That's it. That's uh, the balls, it's fellas. It's a weird reference, but yeah. someone might get it. But um, yeah. <laughs> I just actually copped some um, basket case gallery, sort of those like three-quarter jeans. Okay. Yeah, uh, the ones, the you got the capital ones? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Is it more like a jort? Three-quarter yeah. pair of jorts. It's like jorts. Yeah, it's like a bit like... Just covers the knee. Just covers it. Oh, yeah. It's a like bit, bit further? Yeah, a bit further, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. talking real three-quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, you kind of look like, like a junkie. In-sync three-quarters, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, real up-shop vibes. But no, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm keen. I haven't actually opened those yet. So. That's real dad call. I, re- I remember my dad wearing, like, three-quarter, like, it cargo... Is, yeah. Corduroy. <laughs> corduroy. Not corduroy. Like, the cargo like shorts, but they went... Type of thing? Yeah, yeah, and they just, like, cut off right on the shit. Yeah, you'd wear them with like the fisherman sandals. So, like, yeah. so many, <laughs> so many pockets. It's like FC UK t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking classic. That's oh man. Yeah. What's your favorite season in terms of dressing? Season like winter. Uh, yeah, winter's great, I guess, because you can wear a lot more things. You got a lot more options. But in Melbourne, I don't think it's very cold. To it's not really a layer, a place you can do a lot of layering, which is a shame. Mm. Like because Layering's really cool for styling your clothes and stuff. I mean, some people are colder than others, but, like, I'll be fine in just a shirt and a lightweight jacket, so not much layering going on. Mm. 
I love dressing in summer though. I just love shorts and a t-shirt. I don't know, Who that's right? why I was trying to get it out of you. I just love <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt. Summer over winter. Yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. shorts and a t. It's the best. Yeah. Where so you show off them sneakers. Nice scrunchy white socks. <laughs> fresh pair of socks from Uniqlo once a week. <laughs> once a week. You know? Yeah, it's well, good. Fast fashion. <laughs> it's good for something. It's, it's, cheap, it's cheaper than coffee. Man. It's cheaper than and coffee. someone's gonna buy them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit your. I can't help it. I, I love fresh socks. Where are you? Where are you buying most of your clothes from these days? From either up there or I don't know. I don't buy too many clothes. I try and slow down these days. They're looking after you up there. Little discount or you yeah, you know. You know no, yeah, no weeks pay wage this week. <laughs> yeah. Just grab what you want. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Take a few things. Yeah, the what's the energy like there now? They've just like it's. I feel like I've I've only been in the store once for Observe Gallery and shout out to Massimo and Alessia for their awesome store launch, which mm. we can talk about. That was fucking awesome. The pizza was unbelievable, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. It's all about the pizza. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I, I didn't even look at anything else. Nah, I, the, I saw the tote bags on the way to the pizza. Um, yeah. But uh, what's the aesthetic looks? You know, really elevated there now. You know, it's less like I think we're talking. It's less like a home. Yeah, it looks like home vibes, like the old school store. That was more of just like a, I guess, old school community type shop. Nowadays, it's a, it's a it's a full on retail experience now, you know, and it's elevated and it's up to date and it's very modern. Mm. It's it's really cool. It pe- the customers love it. Like the reaction from people coming in and people off the street who don't know what it is, they've never experienced anything like it before. Wow. Like you could, a lot of people from like Europe would say, oh yeah, there's stores like this in Europe. This is really cool. I've never seen something like here. Or people who have traveled like to Korea or Japan, they'll s- they might see something similar and not expect to see something as cool in Australia, which mm. is really cool. It's cool yeah. that they've tried to like, it's not a very Australian thing to do to set your own path. Like yeah. most Australians like, that was good in LA to look good here, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. a very Australian way of thinking. Yeah. What's that quote? It's like a... America sneezes, we get a cold, or is it the other way around? <laughs> yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah, People yeah, know yeah. where I'm going. Yeah, they yeah, know where yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I'm doing my best. Yeah, I, I get that. That's <laughs> totally it, though, isn't it? I think that could be it. I want to hit it out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> See. New York, New York influences the world at the end of the day. Give us some OG Rose Bowl flea market stories. <laughs> Rose Bowl flea market stories? Weren't you there? Nah. Yeah, I went alone, didn't I? You did. <laughs> Rose Bowl flea market. What year? Mine. 20 that was 2016. 2016. Yeah. Ne- I've never seen you no, more mind blown. Seventeen. Seventeen. It was yeah. seventeen. You weren't that way. I was in New York. Oh. It went out. Yeah, so so I, it, was it, was in, it was in LA. Yeah, I saw Jesse in New York, and then we went from seventeen to eighteen into New Year's. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So seven. Yeah, Rose Bowl twenty seventeen was like nothing I'd ever experienced before. It was crazy. I remember like just seeing so many Japanese cats there, and not knowing why there were so many of them. And then I realized they're all shopping for their vintage stores in Japan. And there's like, there's like Japanese shipping companies. This is what blew my mind. There's Japanese shipping companies set up a stall at the Rose Bowl and dudes will just pack up their boxes and put them in like a container at the Rose Bowl. So they don't even have to take the stuff home. They just put it in the container, pay for like a box and it goes in the container. Straight on the water. Yeah, straight (laughs) on the water. And they pick pick it up in a few months when it hits Japan. Wow. Which I thought was insane. But yeah, I remember like the trucks just tipping t-shirts on the ground and people running in. I was like, this is insane. It was insanity. Also, the prices of stuff then was just so cheap. Dollar t-shirt type of thing. Oh, yeah, it was insane. Racks and racks of just, you know, $1 or... 
fill a bag for five dollars. It was wow. so much cheaper. I mean, oh, I haven't been back since, but everyone says it's way more expensive. Did you yeah. find anything crazy there? I found a lot of stuff that was insane that I took photos of, like real special pieces. But I didn't go there to go shopping or anything. I just went there for the experience. experience you know, I didn't actually like that trip to America. wasn't about buying product or you know trying to buy sell trade and buy something and resell it in Australia or anything. I just went there for the experience, find something if I liked it, I bought it for myself, mm. you know, because it was more of a holiday. It wasn't like work or anything. That was a crazy trip. Uh, there's a story that has to be told on this podcast. It needs to go, needs to, this story needs to have a recording. So we're not, <laughs> All right. so I can go back what's to it. The, what's this? So Pat and I, at the end of this trip, we are, uh, oh my God, where do I go with this story? This, this is so, this the Philadelphia This trip? is the Philadelphia story. Oh, this is there's so many layers to this story, yeah. And I, I don't want to cheat people on like what's real. Like I'm not putting any mayonnaise. Th- this is a story that sounds fake, yeah. But it's too ev- good to be true, yeah. <laughs> it is wild. Okay, so on the, let's go with how we got to Philadelphia. <laughs> Do you remember that? Um, a madman drove us, and, and ha- what I defines a madman? <laughs> what speed was he driving? <laughs> I don't know. It was in it was in miles. Thank God, <laughs> <laughs> he was going a hundred hundred miles. I was going a hundred miles. I didn't know the difference. <laughs> I, I tell you what, he went a lot faster on the way home too. Yeah. It was a hundred miles on the way there. It was probably two hundred on the way back. Uh, all Absolute psycho. This is what I tell people about how fast this driver, who was a friend of ours, friends of very loose term. He was a guy we <laughs> met at college. He smoked a lot. Never get in the car with a guy that grows his own weed plant. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Just not good, not good areas. But yeah. long, long story short, so we went to Philly just for the cheesesteak, right? We did. We actually <laughs> it did. Was second. It was it the first of um, the f- Jan. The first of Jan, which New is New Indep- Year's Day festival, Independence Day. I think it's called in Philly. And the, this Google, this is real. Indeed, you can Google this. Independence Day in Philly, you're allowed to drink on the street at, and at any age, at any age. <laughs> Google it. That is too Independence rich, Day. Sixteen-year-olds and shit are allowed to drink. I swear to God, <laughs> I saw it with my own eyes. I think eyes. it's just on Second Street. They close off the main street crazy. in Philly. Just one street, all sixteen-year-olds just all <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, flock it's, together. I feel, it's, but they all dress up in that like yeah. that nineteenth-century. Do they? I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. They're all dressed up in that um like that old school. I don't know Shakespearean esque really? dress. You know, yeah, those, okay. those yeah, dudes yeah, 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 with yeah. the bells on their. They shoes. were too. There was all that. Dig, do we have any Google, anything on. to back this up? <laughs> uh, I sw- okay, with God as my witness. You're I don't know about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's mayo. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's Dig saying? There's mayo going over here. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's the, not, the it's first of January. <laughs> it's the first of January, which is Independence Day. Day first. <laughs> it, long story short, Philly put on this like, hey, it's our Philadelphia. Like we became a state on this day. Right, right. It's like 400 years ago or something. So everyone's, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 hey, and, and everyone's up and about and Maybe like. Maybe 300. 1650 oh, <laughs> something. Yeah. I, I don't fucking know. You got Google there, right? So everyone's having like the best old time. Everyone's drinking on the street. There's cops just like walking between, like high-fiving people. It's just this great atmosphere. The only thing about Philly on the 1st of January, it was negative 15 degrees and snow. Coldest day on record they had in like 20 years. I think it, it also was, uh, yeah. We were layered up too. Oh, dude. So many I layers. Can, we wore like three puffer jackets. Nah, yeah. that's an exaggeration. It was but wild. Yeah. We 
were very hammered. It was it, well. We'll get to that. It, it, it was it was so cold. Couldn't feel the cold. <laughs> very hammered. It was so cold when you pulled your hand out of your pocket to t- text on your phone, like because gloves you can't really text with, or at least these gloves that we had. Yeah, on. your thumb wouldn't even register yeah. on the phone. Yeah, like and you're, you're like they were just like, and you're like, no, nah, like I'm not texting that person. Even like I'm here. Like that was too long of a text. Anyway, Jack went to Alaska to play basketball. He knows what's going on. This guy's seen some cold. He knows. He, he's giving me the nod. Like I know what cold is. Anyway, <laughs> so he's kind of like, hurry up. So yeah, hurry up, Jess. So we we drive to Philly at like 200 kilometers an hour because the guy driving the car was an absolute maniac and he drove faster on the way home and that we'll get to that. But and he said it was normal to do that. No, oh, I don't know about that. And I was like, you're allowed to do this here. He's like, yeah, man. The freeways are chill here. Like, what is so going chill. So high and you like the way home. So long story short, I've said it four times is Pat and I are on Second Street or whatever this famous street is. There's famous Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, we went to like Jimmy's, maybe. I can't remember the name. Dan- I think it was Jimmy's. Danny's? Or Danny's? Yeah, Danny's. Danny's. Danny's rings a bell. I think it was Danny's. Danny's. Yeah. So Google that as well. That's if you get the fact check. They got up. the photo of Sylvester Stallone in there drink, eating the big. Yeah, yeah like it's got all the shit. It's full Philly. That yeah, yeah, it's it's Philly. Yeah. This was it was it's like Rocky Balboa shit. Yeah. yeah. How good was that Philly cheese steak? Just quickly. They dipped that whole thing in. I don't know if it was oil or what it was. Cheese. They just in like yeah broth was, type of thing. It was wild. Yeah, they. They got like a cheese, like, you know when they put the, the jam in the donut? They put like the cheese in the bread, like, <laughs> you know? We, we ate some shit The cheese there. goes in there like jam. Our arteries hated us, but it was, it was, it was good. Insane. So we had a good feed. And we were with it. Shout out to Keenan, who definitely won't be listening to this, but he's our friend from Philadelphia that took us around. So Keenan showing us the spots. Fair to say Keenan enjoyed a Philly cheesesteak as well, so we mm. knew the spots. So we're walking around and... It's getting a bit aimless at this point because we don't know where we're going. We actually weren't. Yeah, we just pubbed, hopped. We did, but we weren't. Tw- I wasn't twenty-one. You might have just been. We'll say yeah, for this story, for legal for legal things, you were twenty-one. <laughs> and so we kind of aimlessly walking down the street, having a few beers. Cops are enjoying it all. Philly cheesesteaks in the stomach, and we're looking. You know, maybe we can like go into a nice bar, like kind of sneak our way in. And this is the part that gets a bit obscure. There was this window. And like, well, what I should explain this first. The weird thing about Second Street is that it's like, like Smith Street or Chapel Street or whatever, whatever street you want to, like a street with lots of pubs and shops. Except in between these pubs and shops is people's houses. People's houses. <laughs> and it's just like, what is going on here? Why do they have people's houses in between? The pubs and the shops. It's bizarre. Like you have like two, three hundred people at this bar, and next door is like this family home. And yeah. you look through the family window, and they're eating their like yeah, Thanksgiving like dinner shit. Dinner it is weird. So anyway, Pat just he wants to see that family eating their dinner. So there was he, a house party going on. There was a house party. There was a house party going on, and I looked inside. He looked inside, and I'll and let Jesse tell the rest. Oh, <laughs> He's real keen to tell. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah, this is my <laughs> favorite story ever. So. Pat takes off his gloves because, like, he's just, you know, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't even wearing oh, gloves. He didn't take my gloves off. Okay. No. Well, this is four years ago. <laughs> like, six years ago. Cut me some slack. I'm not so taking my gloves off. So it was negative 15. <laughs> well, Pat, Pat looks at the window. He might even blow on it because, like, it had, like, fog on it. And he yeah. wants to see what was going on in the house party through the window. <sighs> and rubs on it. And it was like it was like those Antarctica movies. You just hear the cracking of the ice. The... <laughs> <laughs> and straight away the window starts to shatter. I, like it's you know when you have you ever done your dishes and you do like a super hot to super cold it cracks the glass or vice versa. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google that as well. And <laughs> that's well, true. It's true. And so the wind the window into this family home shattered. 
like big ass window. Well, it, was, it was medium size, but for the story, it was <laughs> yeah. big ass Massive. window. Yeah. And the yeah. family, it was, this is like in one of those horror movies, like a Charlemagne type of shit. They're eating and they all do the head look. Like all the family members and all the party members start staring at the window because it made this ruckus. And this mum starts sprinting out, gets up off the family table, sprints to the door and she goes, I have a baby in here. Like you're trying to kill my baby. Uh, she's yelling shit like that. Is she not? I don't even remember, man. <laughs> All I remember was these big dudes in car jackets. Hold up. That's coming. Out. That's coming. So the mum runs out first, right? And we're thinking, okay, it's a mum. Like, it's pr still tr It's like, we fucked up. Like, we, you know, maybe we've got to pay for the window. That's fucked up. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, but we, you know, we're together. That's harsh. Uh, we're well, in together. Come on, man. It's <laughs> accountability for these kind of things. <laughs> so she comes outside. And we're still pretty chill. Like, we, I mean, we're frozen and we're like, but physically frozen. We're like, I don't know what, like fucking, you know. Mm. And she, this is true. Pat, tell me if I'm telling a lie. Bang. Choke slams Pat. <laughs> grabs Pat's neck up against the wall. And she goes, Wait. she, bro, if you don't remember her putting you in a choke hold. You, I, uh, Honestly? You've got dementia. Uh, yeah, 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 I do. I don't remember. Pat, I mean, she strangled you. I thought you. someone else came <laughs> out and started strangling me. I don't Pat, remember. The mum of the house, I'll tell you, I remember, started uh, strangling you. And she's like, You're trying to kill my baby, invading my house. And like, Americans, oh. they carry guns. Yeah. If you, I think legally, if you go to an American's home and you've got a gun, like, shit's on for young and old. Yeah, yeah. Right? So this isn't good. And at this point, I'm still pretty chill. I'm like, This mum. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm a bit shocked, a little bit tipsy, and I'm like, this mum's just carrying out her baby. She's a bit upset. Had to say to apologize. And this is where shit just turned from. If you think that's bad, the dads just came out of the house. Like, like just kept coming out like some video game. Yeah, like it was all these big dudes in car jackets. <laughs> just they car look like jackets. they work on the fucking railroads. Full railroad dads. You know, these dudes come out and the first dude or second dude that comes out of this house <laughs> is ready to throw a haymaker dude, hands straight away hands straight and away and he's comes down you? two, you two against the wall, steps like? yeah he's pissed yeah I, no, I wasn't, <laughs> we weren't against the wall we were standing out the front of the house dude, dude she's got you in the chokehold yeah she's got me got, got me in the chokehold <laughs> don't feel ashamed this like, guy comes up this guy comes over it. with the haymaker though down the Whoa. steps trips Whoa. so some guy comes sprinting and out and just clips my chin it did barely Whoa. hit me and then the dude falls <sighs> over that fence. There's like a fence <laughs> stopping the footpath from the road. Full movie. it's like the festival <laughs> fence. Yeah, you know those yeah, fences yeah. that they erect? Yeah, this guy goes over the fence and then all these other guys <laughs> oh, no. start running out. He would have been 10 times angrier after that. And it well. just like turned into a brawl. There, there was, oh. So I reckon it, the thing that saved Pat <laughs> is the thing that was killing him. Because the, the woman had him in such a chokehold, she was like the shield, uh, right? Because you've got to think, if you're trying to punch someone, who obviously like the wife is kind of covering Pat. Yeah. So there wasn't much they could do, but like they were trying to. And the floor was so icy and slippery. That's what Pat's saying. One of the guys that went first, he <laughs> slipped, like <laughs> full hit the deck. Like yeah. he tried to punch Pat so hard that his <laughs> whole body weight <laughs> slammed into the concrete. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it was probably the one moment in my life where I was like, if that punch had connected, like yeah. life would have been so different. <laughs> 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 And so a cop comes. Oh, yeah, sirens are on. Sirens yeah. are on. Like cops rolled out of nowhere. There's like a scourge, like break it up. This woman's. What about that woman that was still yelling profanity? She's screaming this sue whole them, time. Sue them. Then, then some like righteous woman comes in between. It's like a full blown episode of TV. She's like, you should sue her. Like I've seen everything that's happened here. She's been abusing you. So Pat had like supporters. And Pat's like, Pat's like not saying much. I'm just shit. I've, I've done nothing. I've just been standing yeah, I there. I was hammered. Yeah, well, I didn't know what was going on. I'm just so worried. Like, and I didn't want to get in between the eight 
Carhartt dads. So long yeah. story short, the cops are, are yelling at everyone. The woman's being righteous. She's flying the flag, Independence Day, like, rada, rada. And then I, I grab Pat. Like, cause then the, the woman was kind of like, the cops are kind of grabbing the woman cause she's grabbing Pat and I yanked Pat and I'm like, Pat, we just have to run as fast as we fucking can. Cause the cops are like, yeah, yeah we can press charges. Like there's right, all right. these people saying 10 things. Like some the, the guys at the back are still like, like weighing up these haymakers. Yeah. And I'm just like, Pat, we're going to run that. Like, I see a little side street alleyway and I'm like, you're just going to follow me and you're not going to ask any questions. And I said it all in five seconds and we ran like, we didn't look back and we ran as hard as we could two, 300 meters. Turn around, no one was there. We went to Kmart to get reception for our phone. Called Uber and got the fuck. Oh no, called the fucking, called the guy. Called our special. And then almost died. <laughs> well, you know what? It kind of worked that he drove 200k home because we got the fuck out of there. Anyway, so that's, I, I don't know. That's long story short, yeah. Well, Always. we had to tell a long story. Yeah. 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 My heart rate's racing. Man, yeah. that's a, yeah. That's an experience, isn't it? That was all true. Yeah. America's crazy like that. Anything could fucking happen. Yeah. That You're lucky, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you ever think about how lucky you were? <laughs> that, <laughs> that, real that haymaker. <laughs> that haymaker. <laughs> oh. It is what it is. It was fun. Yeah. Good times. Can but you see yourself in New York? I, I reckon, I mean, New York New just York's, feels New like... a cool place. New York feels like you. Yeah, yeah. I loved New York. New York was awesome. Yeah. We loved it together. Yeah, we had a sick time. Great time. What about like living You just there? meet so many cool people and everyone's like down to hang out. Very friendly place. Yeah, fuck, we had a good time. Mm. Do you you'd live there? Yeah, I could see myself living there for sure. What I would do there? I don't know. But, um, <laughs> no one knows in New York. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. But I could definitely see myself living there. It just like, seems like a bit of a hassle because it's so expensive and whatnot, but you've got to do it. Make it know? work. Yeah, make it work. The bear, just figure it's working yeah, some kitchen. Yeah, just figure it out. <laughs> Sell Levi's out the back of your whatever. Yeah, some <laughs> Cadillac or something. Yeah. Some cheap American car. Be yeah, 100k yeah. here, it's like 8k there. <laughs> crazy but pat uh, just to conclude you know i've, I've, I've spoken a lot on this podcast especially in the last 10 minutes but yeah i just want to say like you know for those that are listening and i mean just for you really like we speak about school and we were at school together in those years and i feel like if it wasn't for you always you know wearing the harachis and doing shit and i remember like kids just like pretty much talking shit or just like spun out with like what you're wearing because you were so ahead of the curve and it was that sort of provocative part of you that was like i don't give a fuck about what people think this is what I think is cool. And I kind of piggybacked off that. And I yeah. was like, you know, you gave me pairs of shoes and looked after me. And we, you know, we go on size UK and get those cheap shoes. And I remember all the shit. And I really feel if those moments didn't occur, like I, I wouldn't be where I am today doing this shit. Yeah. And yeah, so you, you've had a, like a profound impact, man. And, you know, and from my family perspective, like with dad and the bond you guys had. And totally. Yeah. It's, Love you, dad. Yeah, man. And likewise, he, you know, you guys born the same day and same music re like uh reference points and everything is crazy so yeah i appreciate you a lot man yeah i appreciate you guys